Blog Talk Radio. It's that time, America. Your very own nationally award-winning family radio talk show. Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton is set to air now. We feature the trending news stories, the timely interviews you want to hear, and the hottest music in the industry. This show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned in to quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. The broadcast begins now, now, now. Well, good Tuesday evening to you, and welcome to your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. I am Shana, and I am excited that you have opted to join us live this Tuesday night, September the 27th. It is 7.30 p.m. Now, we are almost done with September. Can you believe it? We are quickly approaching October. Now, I trust you're having one productive and awesome week so far. We are in the midst of fall already. Cooler temperatures will quickly be upon us throughout the U.S. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is a national award-winning news talk program that offers information for every member of your household, regardless of age or generation. We aim to keep you informed. We've had the distinct honor of being on air for three amazing years, and we have presented the exclusive interviews on so many topics out there with the leading experts and celebrity guests available. Now, we have covered topics concerning health, law, politics, education, pop culture, music, and so much more. Again, we aim to keep you informed. Right now, I would kindly ask for you to please hashtag LTA Radio. Please hashtag LTA Radio all caps, lowercase, it truly does not matter, on your favorite social media outlet. If you're a fan of Twitter, or perhaps it's Facebook, or it's Pinterest, or it's Instagram, whatever you like, please connect with us. Hashtag LTA Radio. Let others know that you are tuned in, okay? And also, if you click on the hashtag LTA Radio, you will likely find us or other supporters of the show. Stay connected. And you also can snap a quick selfie of it, okay, as you Hashtag LTA Radio. Hey, it certainly works for us. Also, please visit our new website. It's newly designed. It's easy to navigate. You're simply going to love it. The address is www.ltaradio.com. Again, the website address is www.ltaradio.com. And there you can find more information up about the show, including future show topics and upcoming guests. We have one amazing featured lineup for you tonight, and it is very relevant and timely. Now, by now, many of you have heard about the recent police shootings in Tulsa and Charlotte of African-American men. Now, most of you have seen the video footage. What are your thoughts? Top legal analyst Beth Harris joins the show to discuss details of both fatal shootings of Terrence Clutcher and Keith Lamont Scott. You'll want to stay with us for this very timely segment. Also, did you know that more liver transplants in women are due to a specific autoimmune condition and not alcoholism? That's one medical myth out there that we want to dispel tonight. Medical expert Dr. Chris Cowley and patient Allie join us tonight to discuss this serious health concern. And lastly, are you planning to take any fall trips? Well, you have to stay with us because very well-known, renowned adventure girl Stephanie Michaels joined us to discuss fall travel and some tips for you, okay? So we always aim to offer versatility and diverse content here on Let's Talk America Radio. And we're off to one great start tonight. This is not a very long show, so you want to certainly stay with us. Right now, please message all of your family, friends, colleagues, even your next-door neighbor, and let them know that LTA Radio is on and we're set to broadcast one very engaging show tonight. Now, keep in mind that our signature in the news will air soon in seconds, and that's where we highlight the top trending news of the hour. Also, you know we offer timely news, great talk, and also amazing music. And tonight I'm excited to announce that musician Michelle Johnson's music will be with us, okay? So you certainly want to stay tuned in for these amazing sounds coming from the one and only vocalist, Tennessee-based, 
Michelle Johnson. Well, everyone, get set. All right, we aim to keep you informed. And it's been one busy week with news. And we're going to cover those topics in seconds again on our signature in the news. Remember, you're listening to your very own award-winning radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. The broadcast is on now. So he popped the question, and you said yes, but you don't know where to begin. Let Wedding You by Deja D help you with your wedding planning. Wedding You can help you avoid many of the headaches brides experience. On October 16th, you're invited to participate in an interactive educational wedding planning workshop. You'll create a personal vision board that will be invaluable as you take the journey to your dream wedding. Engaged couples and those supporting the wedding are invited to attend and learn how to avoid common mistakes, how to maximize your budget, and how to choose vendors that are right for you without having to do it all yourself. You'll receive tips and tools to assist in the wedding planning process as you interact with experienced wedding vendors ready to help make sure you have the perfect dream wedding. The workshop will be held at the Gwinnett County Chamber of Commerce, 6500 Sugarloaf Parkway, Duluth, Georgia, from 11.30 a.m. until 5 p.m. For more information, go to www.weddingubydejavi.com. Again, that's www.weddingubydejavi.com. This is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. Hi, my name is Kavarga, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shayna Thornton. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you to all of our national sponsors and partners. Your support is truly priceless. Now, if you're interested in partnering with Let's Talk America Radio, please shoot us an email at admin at ltaradio.com. Again, you can simply email us at admin at ltaradio.com. We would love to hear from you. Again, as always, I would like to acknowledge our weekly dedicated and loyal listeners. Thank you for sticking with Let's Talk America Radio. Because of you, we've had the opportunity to grow at a phenomenal rate. You've shared all of our great news with family, friends, and colleagues. Thank you so much. We have received the feedback. Continue to stay with us. And also, I would like to remind everyone that if you catch only part of this show or you want to listen to it again or you want to listen to one specific interview again, feel free to always go back and listen to the replay podcast. There's so many different options out there. If you have an iPhone, you can certainly go to iTunes and simply search for Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio Show. You can also go to SoundCloud, tune in. You can also go to Blog Talk Radio. So go to that website and simply search Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton and listen again to any of our segments as many times as you want at your convenience, okay, 24 hours a day. Well, everyone, it is now time for our signature in the news, and this is where we highlight the top trending news of the hour, and it's been one busy day already. I would also like you to know that Let's Talk America Radio has partnered with the one and only SCB-TV, Channel 182 News out of Georgia on the Charter Cable Network, and there we present the televised version up in the news. Simply check us out anytime. You can visit our website at www.ltaradio.com. Radio.com. Simply click on the Vimeo link, okay, and there you will find all of the footage. It's pretty neat, so I would suggest you check it out. Thank you for all of your continued support. Well, let's kick off in the news for today, Tuesday, September the 27th. In the news, video released. North Carolina is one of several states planning to take action to restrict public access to police footage. This comes in wake of a recent police shooting in Charlotte of an African-American man, 43-year-old Keith Lamont Scott. Local police and the Scotts family dispute the events that led to the fatal shooting by an African-American Charlotte police officer. Local law enforcement have claimed the deceased had a gun, while his family claims he had a book in his possession. Police video from the incident was recently released after initial announcement that the footage would not be shown to the public. However, some onlookers say the video does not answer key questions. 
Protests that did turn violent followed the deadly shooting. We will keep you posted. In the news, shooter captured. Four women and one man died in a fatal shooting incident this past Friday night at a Macy's store at the Cascade Mall in Burlington, Washington. The shooter, a 20-year-old Turkish immigrant who has legal permanent residency here in the U.S., was captured on Saturday night after a massive manhunt. Law enforcement officials say it's too early to rule out terrorism. The identities of the five victims have not yet been released. And finally, in the news, first debate already aired. By now, you have already seen the very first debate between presidential candidates Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. It is being reported that tens of millions of people watched the highly anticipated presidential debate in New York City. Now, we are just six weeks away from the U.S. presidential election scheduled to be held on Tuesday, November the 8th. Let me know your thoughts about the debate. Who won? Connect with me on Twitter. On Twitter, the handle is S.S. Thornton. Let us know what you thought about the presidential debate on Twitter. The handle there again is S.S. T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. S-S-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. All right, everyone, we aim to keep you informed here on Let's Talk America Radio. And I would like to let you know that if you are a news junkie or you just simply want to stay informed, stick with us on Twitter because we share news 24 hours a day. You're going to love it. Well, we are certainly covering one timely topic tonight. Our featured exclusive interview is with the one and only top lawyer, legal analyst. She's all over the tube. It's Beth Harris, and she is here tonight to discuss a very timely event, the recent shootings done by police of African-American men. Where do you stand? She's going to break down and examine each of the cases in Tulsa and also Charlotte. You want to stay with us. Message family, friends, invite the adolescents and the teenagers and young adults also to listen to this critical segment. We are talking about current affairs here on Let's Talk America Radio. Stay with us. Do you want the youth in your life to be on the right financial path? Then please go and purchase my amazing, phenomenal book, Green is the Thing, Money Management for Kids. It is available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble websites. Also, please do not forget to hit me up on my social media. Go like me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tyreek Wynn fan page. Go follow me on Instagram at Tyreek Wynn underscore author. And go follow me on Twitter at Tyreek Wynn author. And Tyreek Wynn is T-Y-R-I-K-W-Y-N-N. Welcome back, everyone. It is now time for our signature inspirational quote of the night. And this is where I highlight one pretty amazing and motivational statement to get your week kicked off properly. And again, it's just Tuesday night, so we have many more days in this week, and we want to make it as productive as possible. Tonight's quote is anonymous, but it's very relevant. It says, in life, you have three choices, give up, give in, or give it your all. Again, tonight's statement says, in life, you have three choices, give up, give in, or give it your all. And you know, what a powerful statement that truly applies to every situation I can think of. We don't know the fate or the outcome, but your choices remain the same. You are to give up and let it all go, uh, give in and say, and here's my towel, I'm giving up the white flag, or give it your all. Try your best and do what you can do, okay? That's all we can do on our end. So certainly we want to make the best decisions we can do and, and give all the activity or the actions we can to try to ensure at least a very successful and productive outcome. You've got one life and you deserve for it to be excellent, everyone. Well, speaking of excellency, we have one amazing legal analyst with us tonight. She's often seen on headline news. She was on Court TV. She's been all over the tube. I'm talking about the one and only, the exceptional Beth Karras. And she's going to give us her perspective of both of the police shootings in Tulsa and also Charlotte, North Carolina. You want to stay with us. Again, very quickly, message family and friends. Beth Kara, top lawyer from New York City, will be on with us in mere seconds. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton Radio. This is Atlanta-based gospel singer Davina Williams. You can find me at www.davinawilliams.wix.com slash gospel singer. And you are listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. 
welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. And we are on right now with the one and only. She is a legal expert. We enjoy having her on to break down all the legalities of the high-profile cases going on out there. I'm talking about the one and only Beth Karras. Beth, welcome back to Let's Talk America Radio. Well, thank you very much, Shana, for having me. Yes. Now, I want to go right into it. Let's talk first about the recent tragic shooting in Tulsa. What do we know at this point? Well, now, we're talking about a shooting that occurred on September 16th at about 7.40 p.m. 40-year-old Terrence Crutcher shot once by Betty Jo Shelby, a police officer on the job for five years. And she wasn't alone. She was with another officer who fired a taser, but she fired her gun, and she's now indicted for first-degree manslaughter. It did not take them long. In a lot of these police shootings, we see there's a lengthy investigation, maybe a grand jury investigation like we saw in Ferguson, Missouri, that resulted in no charges. Here, it was quick because apparently they feel that the evidence is pretty incontrovertible in terms of what she did and you know who did what not a lot of witnesses there's video of this from a helicopter a police helicopter and from a dash cam a dashboard camera of one of the other officers that responded not Shelby's uh, car what she she was on her way to a domestic violence call when she saw Terrence Crutch's car in the middle of the road blocking the road and she had asked him if it was disabled uh, you know what's going on and he Supposedly he was mumbling to her, and he's like wasn't answering her questions, and he walked back to her car. No weapons, nothing. His hands are up, his hands are exposed, and but he's walking to his car. He's walking away from her, and she's approaching behind him, and another officer joins her. We see in the video, yes. and they say he reached into his car, and that's when the other officer, a man, uh, fired his taser okay. to, to disable Crutcher, and she fired a gun. Wow. And that's why she's charged with a crime, because she acted, and the charge is manslaughter, first-degree manslaughter. She's charged with acting in the, in the heat of passion, which can be when you're so jacked up, you're so fired up from anger. Yes. Sometimes these crimes happen in a domestic fight. Okay. But that's not the case here. Or fear. So she's sort of hyped up on fear, and it affects your ability to kind of reason and think coolly and reflect on how to act properly. So she has her finger on a trigger of a gun, of a lethal weapon, while the other guy has a taser, which isn't going to hurt anyone. It's going to get okay. no long-term effects, yes. Yeah. yeah, so that's what's going on there. And she's facing a minimum of four years in prison if she's convicted of this charge. Beth, you eloquently described what's going on in Tulsa, what happened um, actually a few weeks ago. As you pointed out, Terrence Crutcher, a 40-year-old African-American, was determined to be unarmed. According to the police chief in Tulsa, there was no gun found on the scene, in the vehicle, or on him. You know, and you mentioned that, I know her claim, at least her defense attorney, is saying she was in fear of her life. Now, we have heard uh, several police officers over the last year, Beth, that you have been on this program, who have attempted to justify the shooting of individuals, be it armed or unarmed, African-American and other races, saying they were in fear. Here's a video, a very high-profile video that has come, that has surfaced. Seemingly to us, as you pointed out, he has his hands up. He seemed very non-threatening for us, from people that are looking at this video. How can she even begin to say she was in fear? First of all, you don't have to see an actual weapon to be in fear. You have to perceive that there is one, okay. or you have to see what you believe are furtive movements that could be reaching for a weapon. So that's what she's going to say. He reached into his car. So, you know, she's, he's disobeying her commands. He's walking away from her. He's mumbling. She figures he's going to his car to get a gun. I don't know how reasonable that will be, but that's going to be the argument. Now, some people say there's not even any evidence his front driver's side window was open that he could have reached in, that that's, that, that's not a truthful statement. But, I, I mean, it, I, don't know, I don't know the answer to that. I mean, just because videos don't depict it doesn't mean it's not the case. So r- officers can be in fear of their own safety without actually seeing a weapon. They have to be reasonable, though, in, what, in, you know, in their assessment of the situation that um, 
you know, the person could be going for a weapon, so they took action before the other person could take action against them. Again, the fact that these charges were filed so quickly seems to indicate that law enforcement, uh, you know, the, the, the police department, prosecutors don't feel she was reasonable in her actions. Let her okay. put on a defense, and uh, we'll see where what happens. You are tuned in to your award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. We are on with the one and only legal expert, legal analyst, Beth Kara. She's had years of prosecution out of New York. She continues to advise on several media outlets, including television. You've seen her and heard her everywhere. Beth, reports have said that the police discovered the drug PCP in his SUV. Now, I have not heard of any reports yet that have confirmed it was in his blood. But either way, if it's his blood or not, it was certainly found, according to the police authorities, in his SUV that was disabled in the road. Does this play a legal role in any way with this case? In my Cindy? opinion, it shouldn't, but I don't have all, all of the facts, and I don't know what the autopsy will show. But my experience, and again, it's been years since I prosecuted anybody who was on a PCP, but PCP can make a person very aggressive, and, to, and you don't feel pain. You know, I know of situations where people broke out of their handcuffs. I mean, they're, they're bleeding, breaking bones, whatever. They don't feel it. But that is not what was happening with Terrence Crutcher. He okay. was not acting aggressively, in, you know, violently. He was walking away from her. Now, yeah. one could argue that if he, he was indeed reaching into his car, that's an aggressive act. You've got a police officer there. In uniform, we're not talking about plainclothes officers like what happened in Charlotte, North Carolina. They're plainclothes. These are in uniform. He knows who these people are. But maybe if he was on PCP, he wasn't perceiving the situation properly. Um, so, but my experience with PCP is that it, um, it can make a person really violent. Okay. And like you pointed out, that's not what we have seen from the video, that he was acting aggressive at all. It seemed as if he was following orders, but he was walking away from the two officers. I have to ask this. The shooter, in this case, Betty Shelby, is a female police officer. Beth, uh, we rarely see that. In the cases that you and I have covered here on Let's Talk America program, I'm sure cases you've covered, uh, you know, obviously with police and citizens, be it African-American or other races, uh, most of them tend to be men. And, of course, I'm sure, and now this is just me saying this, but statistics-wise, mo most police officers, I would imagine, in the U.S. are men. The fact that Betty is a female, um, does that have any uh, bearing on this case, in your opinion, when it comes perhaps to a jury or judge? Um, it might have um, a subliminal effect on, on a jury. It could, but you summed it up very well. I mean, the, the reason we don't see more women involved in shootings like this is because there just aren't as many women in departments. But it is unusual that she was involved in this fatal shooting. Uh, there, have, there aren't any real studies that I have been able to find that can say conclusively how women react in a situation like this. Okay. There are two two arguments and they're at the flip side. One says, well, women are more communicative and probably more likely to talk someone out of a situation, not so quick to pull the trigger. So women are maybe more, maybe that's why they're not involved in these shootings because they're better at sort of talking the way out of it and talking the person down. The other side is because women are more diminutive, women are not as big as men, not as strong as men, it's simply a fact, okay. that they are quicker to pull the trigger when they are fearful for their lives because okay. they can't handle themselves the same way as a man. So th those are opposite positions. I have no idea really because no studies have really shown um, or established which it is, but it is unusual that there's a woman. And in this situation in, in Tulsa, you know, the, the victim is African-American, the police officer is white. That's not always the case. I know we're going to talk about Charlotte. Yes. That was a black officer who killed um, Mr. Scott. Before we leave Tulsa, what sort of time frame are we looking at? I know they were pretty quick and swift with the charge. Uh, from my understanding, she is out on bond. Is that correct? Yes, that's my understanding. She posted bond, so she was, you know, went through the whole booking process, and she's out on bond. Well, cases don't move quite as quickly when you're out of uh, jail versus in jail. I mean, okay. courts are theoretically supposed to move the jail defendants who are simply accused of a crime and not not convicted of one. So you don't want too long a pretrial de detention. You don't want you want to move the jail cases along more quickly, but. That doesn't mean her case won't move along. I'm sure that her lawyers will move, you know, swiftly and making motions and, you know, move this case to a disposition or trial. Um, but, it, you know, often it's, you know, it's a year or so. I mean, for murders, it's, it's often a year. 
from, uh, from arrest to trial. There can be other reasons for delays, but sometimes the cases move more quickly. So I think we're looking months down the road. So for those listening in right now, watching all of the reports on television and online, uh, maybe sometimes when we're not in the legal field, we say, well, what's taking so long? You're saying that the legal process cannot be necessarily the quickest. That's right. There are a lot of cases, and of course, um, courts have to juggle their calendars. Um, lawyers have other cases, and so even if a judge says, oh, let's do this hearing in two weeks, it's like, well, I've got another hearing. I'm going to be in another courthouse in another city. And uh, so there are, you know, all sorts of reasons that uh, there are delays. Besides, there are lots of motions to be done, too. Beth Karras, let's move quickly now to the case in Charlotte, um, where 43-year-old Keith Lamont Scott was fatally shot by an African-American police officer, okay? That is the most recent one from last week. We've seen the volatile protests that have followed. As you know, the police department, the city of Charlotte, initially said they would not release the footage, although the widow of Scott did release hers. Um, there are many onlookers saying the footage that ultimately came from the police department and the footage that came from the widow of Scott didn't seem to show a whole lot. Your take on it? Well, I agree. Uh, you, you get the scene. I mean, it's, it's, it's always it's helpful to, for those of us on the outside to have a scene setter. So you, you get a sense of the, the urgency, what's going on, but you can't see the details. You can't see exactly what's going on. And Keith Lamont Scott was sitting in his SUV in the parking lot of his apartment complex, minding his own business, waiting for his son to be dropped off from the school bus. But he didn't know he had parked next to an unmarked police car. These cops are waiting to serve a warrant in the apartment complex on something okay. else, not Scott. And so the cops in plain clothes sitting next to him are watching him, they say, roll a joint, some marijuana, and they saw him lift up a gun. That's what they say. They saw him lift up a gun. They didn't care so much about the marijuana, but once they saw the gun, they left. They put on their uh, bulletproof vest, came back, and then approached him. They say he, had got, out, he got out of his SUV with a, wow. with a gun, went back in. Then they, they, they suited up and came back and, um, and approached him. Uh, and, and that's where everything, you know, went south. Um, there was a dash cam video again and a body camera video released on September 24th, you know, under pressure, like you just said. Uh, and you can't really see what he's holding in his left hand. He's a right-handed man, but his right hand was empty. Okay. You can't see what's in his left hand. His wife in her own video is a distance away saying, I'm not going to approach, but I'm going to record this. So you can't record if you're so close that you're obstructing the administration of justice, but she okay. was not. She was perfectly fine where she was. And so, of course, you hear her, please, don't do it, don't shoot yeah. him. He better be alive. He better be alive. And, you know, the family says he didn't have a gun. You know, what are you saying he had a gun? He was just reading a book, but they didn't find a book. And they found a gun, and they found an ankle holster, and they say that Scott's DNA and fingerprints are on the gun. So there's, um, there's a, the state investigation, uh, the State Bureau of Investigation okay, has taken going. over. Okay. So, you know, this is, a, this is another, another shooting. The Charlotte-Mecklenburg Police Department had yes. a shooting yes, that went to absolutely. trial in 2013 and um, resulted in a, in a deadlock jury, and that was where a white officer killed a, a black man and was charged with voluntary manslaughter. And, they, and, the, and the man had simply had a car accident and wasn't armed or anything. Um, you know, Ben, I have to ask this question before we wrap up. We, you have come on the show. Um, you have talked about uh, many cases, some of those uh, being um, African-American men in particular, uh, being shot by police officers of, of different ethnicity groups. Let me certainly point that out. From your experience as a top attorney, okay, you have seen a lot in this world. You know, when is a police supposed to use deadly force? Because we know, I know when you mentioned Betty Shelby and saying maybe her attorney is saying that she felt in fear, but I guess there are many people out there that's not in law enforcement, Beth, that's not an attorney like you that gets all of the motions and all of that, and they're saying, wait a minute, why couldn't they use a taser? Why couldn't if you felt in, because we're not on the scene with the police, if they felt there was a threat, why not, and, and I, I didn't know nothing about guns, but shoot someone in the leg or, or some somewhere else that's not deadly force, because what we're seeing, from my perspective, is you're seeing shots put in the chest and the head. When is it ever okay for deadly force when you're talking about policing? Well, it is, and we do have to try to put ourselves in their, in their shoes. I mean, they're out on the streets every day 
you know, protecting us. And, you know, there's open season on cops sometimes and in some places. And, and so they have a lot to assess and they have a lot to think about in seconds when they're confronting a situation that could be lethal. Obviously, if they see a weapon and the person doesn't obey commands, they're justified, right? And, and, and one of the reasons it rose to, to the level it did, it escalated in Tulsa, was that Crutcher wasn't responding to their commands, to Shelby's commands, so she says. You, when an officer tells you, show your hands, take your hands out of your pockets, whatever, you have to do it because the law is going to look, it's going to be more on the cop's side. I mean, you have to just obey, even if the cop is wrong. Just obey. Don't lose your life over it and figure out how to handle it later. File a complaint against the cop or whatever if there's, you know, some sort of intrusion into your, your privacy or you're held for too long or something. Uh, you have to obey them because if you don't, you know, they're, they're, they're going to shoot and let okay. the chips fall where they may. And most of the time, I mean, cops kill people about 1,000 times a year and maybe 77 cops, I think I was reading recently, 77 cops um, have been charged uh, with a crime. Oh, wow. And killing 1,000 a year and 77 have, have been charged okay. since 2005. In 11 years, only 77 have been charged. So most of the time, the police are found justified. They are able to shoot, and they shoot to kill. They shoot the critical okay. mass area. They don't oh, just shoot okay. to injure. They shoot to kill. Um, and they're trained to uh, if I they see. perceive a threat. Wow. You know, uh, before you leave us, because I know you're working on some amazing projects, uh, as an attorney, what would you like to see moving forward, Beth? I mean, with these cases, regardless how people feel, on one way or the other, if they're saying, I side with the police, I side with the citizens, uh, there needs something to be done um, with minorities and policing in communities, what do, would you like to see done or learn from these situations? Because I would like to think that no human being wants to see any more individuals dead or fatally shot. What do you advise we can do um, for the, a message for our police or for citizens or for everyone? Well, the message for citizens is what I just said. Obey the police, even if you think they are dead, wrong, get your hands up. You know, and, and, and I know people have been shot with their hands up, but at, obey the orders. Terrence Crutcher was walking away from Shelby. Obey the orders and speak. Um, but, you know, I'll probably, you know, get some flack for this. I come from a family of very, very law-abiding uh, gun owners, and, and they're very, very big on gun rights. But, you know, we need to get guns off the streets. There are just too many guns. Okay. Uh, granted, police officers can perceive a gun, even if it's not a gun, and they're okay in shooting. Uh, but um, I think we just have too many guns out there, too. I mean, and, okay. and uh, Scott wasn't supposed to be carrying a gun. He shot a man in Texas, and um, he says because the man was stalking his family, but he shot a man in Texas years ago, 2005, and so he forfeited his right to carry a gun, even though there's, there are carry laws in, uh, in North Carolina. So I think we need more guns off the street, and I think people need to just obey the police officers even when you think they're wrong. And do we, you know you're wrong. And from your perspective, Brett, before we wrap up, do you think there's any additional training that police need to have, um, perhaps when dealing with individuals that have disabilities or challenges? I know yes. it's come out that, um, you know, Keith Lamont Scott had, was, had brain injury. We've seen it before with uh, actually an autistic child or a young man in Florida where his caretaker was shot. Do, do the police need any more training? Perspective. I, I do think that police need to have constant training and review of, um, uh, of properly assessing situations and not being so so quick with the with pulling you know the trigger because we've seen such travesties. I don't know if the police officers in um, which which one was that Florida? What she said TBI. He's got TBI in Florida. I mean yeah. in, in North Carolina. If the officers heard the wife yelling, he has traumatic brain injury, okay. he just took his medicine. I don't know if that, she was quite a distance away. I don't know if they heard that or could have processed it in, the, in that situation. Okay. Or whether or not he was even exhibiting anything that seemed to indicate his brain wasn't all there. But, you know, police officers have to make quick, spur-of-the-moment decisions. They don't have time to assess if somebody is, is, is mentally ill. You know, somebody's coming at you with a meat cleaver, clearly a mentally unstable person. What are you supposed to do? You know, they've got a meat cleaver that's heading for your neck. So, I mean, we see, I mean, I've seen those, those cases here in New York. So, yes. um, you know, we, we do have to try to understand where the police are coming from. But everybody, they need to learn how to de-escalate, though, when they can. 
Okay. And 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 in the case of um, in Tulsa, uh, Mr. Crutcher, they prob- there probably could have been more de-escalation instead of escalating. So many so many questions still. Hopefully we'll get to all of them. Beth, before you leave us, where can our national and international listeners go for more information about you? Well, uh, BethKaris.com is my sort of static resume website. KarisOnCrime.com is where I post all kinds of videos, podcasts, blogs. It's a subscription site, and um, I interact uh, regularly with my, with my members there. Also, uh, Twitter, at BethKaris, and Facebook, BethKaris. Beth, always an honor to have you on Let's Talk America Radio. Thanks for joining Thank us. Thank you, Shana. Thank you. This is award-winning medical correspondent Dr. Bob Arnott, and you're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. I'm Angela from the Atlanta metro area, and I listen to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. My name is Shana. I'm four years old, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning radio talk show, Let's Talk America. Now, many people don't know that liver diseases are not always related to alcoholism. In fact, since 1988, a little-known autoimmune disease is actually the second overall leading cause of liver transplants in women in the U.S. and who are typically diagnosed with the prime in the prime of their lives, very young. Well, I'm no expert on any of this, but we have sought those that are. I'm very excited right now to welcome on acclaimed physician, Dr. Chris and also one of the patients is going to be speaking with us. Allie, both of you, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Dr. Callie, my first question is for you. What exactly is this condition causing more liver transplants than alcoholism in women? Because as you know, many people automatically assume if there is some sort of uh, issues with the liver, it had to be related to alcohol. That's correct. This condition has nothing to do with alcohol. And it is an autoimmune liver disease called primary biliary cholangitis, and that's quite a mouthful. But essentially what it means is that it's not due to gallstones or some other bile duct problem, and it's an autoimmune disorder that affects the bile ducts, which are key in helping the liver performance function. Wow. I mean, so how exactly is this disease, and I'm just going to use the uh, common acronym you referenced, PBC, how is it diagnosed? The nice thing about PBC is that it can be diagnosed without any invasive procedures. Oh, wow. The appropriate first step is to suspect the condition and to have an awareness of the possibility that a patient may have it. And that's just with routine liver blood tests. Okay. And and the alkaline phosphatase, or ALP test, is what the patient should be focusing on when they get their test results. And once the alkaline phosphatase is noted to be elevated, and especially if it's elevated with elevation in the other liver enzymes, a second test called an AMA, which is also a blood test, okay. can, conf- can confirm the diagnosis in 95% of patients. Wow. Um, Right now for our listeners, I'm sure many of them are anxious to know more, what are the symptoms of this? So the symptoms of PBC are maybe nonspecific. So patients may remember from high school or biology class about jaundice and patients with liver disease having uh, swelling uh, or may have muscle wasting, but those are signs of very late end-stage disease. I see. Patients with PBC may have fatigue okay. or itching that cannot be explained. And, in fact, I've had many patients who have seen dermatologists or psychologists and psychiatrists for years oh, wow. before somebody drew a simple set of liver blood tests. But even more important, Shana, is the fact that many patients have no symptoms at all. So appropriate awareness and screening is the first step to making the diagnosis. I'm no physician like you, doctor, but I would imagine it's so important to get those preventive care um, visits out of the way, right? Make sure we're seeing our doctor at least once a year or every other year to make sure we're getting the proper uh, panel test done? That's exactly right. We are very good at educating ourselves and healthcare providers about cholesterol screening, blood sugar and diabetes screening, blood pressure screening, smoking sensation. 
uh, cessation, but we don't really um, talk much about screening for liver disease. And screening for liver disease can be done just like with many of these other tests with a simple panel of blood tests. And it's not even clear to me that a patient has to have that done every single year. Okay. But certainly incorporating that as part of a wellness checkup is key. Before we wrap up, I, I'm honored to have, uh, she is a patient living with PBC. I'm talking about Allie. Allie, thanks for being on with us. Can you tell us briefly how you were diagnosed with the condition? Um, I was diagnosed when um, I was uh, remarried and um, just my husband and I decided that we needed to take charge of our uh, health okay. and went to our uh, primary physician who did a physical and did the basic blood work and uh, got a call a couple weeks later who said, um, we need to talk about your alcoholism. And I said, well, I don't drink. So oh, wow. that can't, yeah, that can't be. So he said, okay, well, let's do it again. And um, a couple weeks later, it came back, and he says, really, it's climbing. We need, to, we need to talk about this. And I kept insisting that I didn't drink. Oh, wow. And, yeah, it's, it's very frustrating. Um, so they decided to test me for a very rare liver disease, PVC, okay. and they said, well, you probably don't have it. You probably have something else. But um, we'll check it out, and lo and behold, <laughs> I had wow. PVC. That's what you'd, wow. I mean, have you, um, I know at that point, obviously, you didn't really have any symptoms. Have you had any symptoms since then, since the diagnosis? No, I mean, continually, even a diagnosis, it was fatigue. And, you know, being a mom, you know, I'm sure, yes. a woman, I'm sure you can relate. You're juggling so many balls. Absolutely. And, yeah, getting sleep is probably not uh, high on the priority list, so you're always tired. So you can always, yes. you know, relate that to something else. So really, um the best takeaway really is for women to, you're the heart of the family, you need to make sure that you get your physical. You know, kind of like being on the plane, they tell you to put your air mask on first before you help anybody else. So get your physical first and get it, uh, get it taken care of. And if you want more information, you should go to livingwithpbc.com. Thank you, Doctor, and thank you, Allie, for joining us on Let's Talk America Radio. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Many people are overwhelmed with trials and opposition. There's jealousy, fear, detrimental eating habits, financial challenges, addiction to drugs and alcohol, and so much more. I want to tell you, you don't have to be. Our company, CRM Enrichment, is on a mission. A mission to show you how to take control of your life, health, and happiness. Our CRM Empowerment Series will equip you how to handle challenges and opposition. People respond best to vision. Therefore, we use drama, vision, and words to equip and empower you to take charge of your destiny. We show you how to focus on the solution and not the problem. There are seven individual series in which we seek to reach everyone, men, women, teens, and children. For more detailed information, visit our website, CRMEnrichment.com. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Now, here on the show, we spotlight the issues and topics that concern you. And right now, I'm so excited to horn in on something that matters to you very much. Now, the kids are back in school, and soon the weather will cool down. We all see signs of that already in many parts of the U.S., which makes fall the best time of year to travel. Uh, for many, joining us right now tonight to help plan the perfect fall trip is Adventure Girl Stephanie Michaels. She is a nationally renowned travel and lifestyle expert who is the go-to girl for living life's adventures. She's also the founder of AdventureGirl.com, a lifestyle site that has been utilized by millions of people and that has earned her more than 1.4 million Twitter followers. That's amazing. Welcome, Stephanie, to Let's Talk America Radio. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me on. Oh, excited to have you on. Now, let's go right into it. Um, why is fall, the cooler part of the year, uh, before we go to winter, a great time or ideal time for travel and adventure? Well, in the tourism business, in the travel business, we call this the, the shoulder season. So it's basically where kids go back to school and like a shoulder to an arm, um, the tourism drops off. So it's 
Um, a great time. Of, it's, you get many, many deals out there that you wouldn't find during the summer months. It's very affordable, but yet you still have great weather. Um, you know, in many of the places around the U.S., especially the southern parts of the U.S., you've got still a beautiful season. Um, or if you go north, you've got the fall foliage. It's really a great time to travel. And again, um, you know, this is the shoulder period where you're going to find a, a whole lot of deals. Wow, I love that. Now, a fall is a great time for those who love to eat different foods, right, because we're leaving the summer months where we think of barbecues and grilling. Uh, what uh, great ideas out there for people that love to try different cuisine? Well, you know, it's, I'm a huge foodie. I don't know. Are you a foodie, too? Oh, yes. Who is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, you, when you travel now, like before the, the kind of trend was spa, you know, doing glamping or spa, now it's about being, you know, kind of a foodie. So a lot of these destinations are really upping their their ante when it comes to restaurants and what they're offering. Um, you know, you can go to Chicago and their deep dish pizzas are just insane, right? And yeah, then you yeah. go to New York and their Chinatown is yes. incredible. Some of the best Chinese food you'll find. California, you know, you've got all the raw organic vegetables and foods. And you know, we're coming into that season um, of you know pumpkins and you yeah. know all the Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah things that you think about, cranberries and squashes, and, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a turn from, like, the summer fruits and vegetables, which is really great, comfort foods. And um, have you ever heard of something called the chicken bog? The chicken bog, yes, I have. You have? Okay, so you must have been to Myrtle Beach then already. Yes, I have. <laughs> I'm very familiar hey. with Myrtle Beach. You know what I am talking about, those, and for your listeners that don't know what it is, it's, a, it's kind of a, a spin on a hush puppy, but it's yes. stuffed. So they, like, stuff it with a gumbo. Um, there's actually a place down there called The Porch, and they, they kind of do a, a spin on it called, it's like an egg roll um, bog, and uh, there could be anything in it. It could be vegetables or it could be anything that has to do with, um, you know, pork or chicken yeah. and rice. So it's it's a delectable. And, you know, yeah. I mean, a lot of people might not think of, of um, the area as being a foodie place, but they have some of the best restaurants around. Delicious food and certainly variety out there. Now, we are quickly approaching Labor Day. Uh, are there probably some great ideas, affordable ideas for parents to think about when they have that Monday off to run someplace really quick with the kids? Well, yes. I mean, you know, listen, um, it depends on what you want to do. A lot of people like hiking, biking. I always say head to the mountains. Okay. Uh, Canada right now, our U.S. dollar is very strong up there, so there's lots of good deals going on there um, if, you, if you feel like flying. Um, if you want to drive, there's all kinds of destinations. I always say, you know, uh, pick, pick something, you know, throw a dart basically on the map and head there. Um, wow. You know, there's all kinds of, of different options out there. I'm a beach girl, so yes. for me it's finding a beach destination. Yes. And so that's why I love Myrtle Beach so much. I also, I'm in Santa Monica, so, you know, oh, we still have some great weather. We're going to, our week is going to be 100. We have hundreds all through the week. So, I mean, a lot of people think, you know, after this whole summer thing um, that the weather's going to change and it's going to get really cold very fast. But actually, this is some of the best weather um, you'll find out, out here um, or in many parts of the south part of the of the state. So, Nice. She is uh, known as a... Wow. She's known as Adventure Girl. I'm talking to the one and only Stephanie Michaels right now on Let's Talk America Radio. You mentioned the beach. You said you're a beach person. Now, with the cooler weather, Stephanie, should people uh, automatically eliminate the beach? Because, you know, they think, well, that's for the summer or the spring. No, 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 no. Fall is great. Like I mentioned before, um, you know, we've got 100-day uh, degree days here now. Um, sometimes October is even some, one of our hottest months. Um, so, you know, and especially in the South, um, yes. you know, you've got Florida as well. I mean, like, there's all different kinds of destinations that are beach destinations that are wonderful. Um, you know, back to Myrtle Beach, great weather through fall. Yes. Um, and, you know, I always tell brides, for example, that, um, you know, forget summer weddings. Those are, like, you'd be so unpredictable with weather, either the yes. heat, of storms, you've got flooding, you've got, there's all different kinds of um, I think barriers um, to planning a, a summer wedding, but in a fall wedding, you've got like a lower temperatures, not too cold, really nice 
for your guests um, and for you to enjoy the weather. Um, really take advantage of, of the fall. It's, it's a kind of a misnomer that it's cold everywhere in the U.S. <laughs> so, um, you know, fall destination trips are really, really smart and, um, and really affordable. And I was going to bring up what I think is really cool, just my personal opinion, is that when you're at the beach, there are other things to do. There is such great scenery. And I know a lot of times, even in the winter months, where we say we just want to get in the water, I don't know. It can be just very nice and even romantic with your partner to just walk along the beach and take advantage of the other great deals. Uh, and a lot of times it's more affordable in the off-season, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and there's there's so many things to do. Um, for example, Myrtle Beach, there's, you know, a Ripley's Aquarium. There's an outdoor sculpture garden, which is one of the largest ones in America. Um, it's called Brook Green Gardens. Yes. Um, you know, there's, there's the pier. There's, you know, I mean, you can fish Absolutely. there all year round. Yes. Um, zip line, kayak, golf, miniature golf. I mean, there's a ton of stuff to do just right there without having to get in the water. So, wow. um, you know, that it's a really great fall destination. You know, Stephanie, before you leave us really quick, uh, you know money is on the top of minds for many people, if they're single, if they have kids, or if they're in a family unit. Uh, what, from your professional advice, is the best way to catch the best deal economically? Sure. Um, you know, I, I always say Travelocity, Expedia, Hotels.com. Okay. SkyScanner.com for checking for flights. Those are all really great, um, you know, options for the traveler to you start doing some research. You know, get your pricing down. Okay. But there's nothing better um, as far as hotels and uh, like as far as a destination okay. option um, for pricing is their the website, um, the destinations website, because you they 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 have an opportunity to promote their destination, okay. and a lot of times they do that by, you know, deals and promotions that you won't find anywhere else. So wow. if you, whatever destination you choose, if it's California, go to visitcalifornia.com. If it's Myrtle Beach, okay. go to visitmyrtlebeach.com. You know, like, go to the different destinations That's and smart. then, you know, check out their websites, and then you can compare and contrast, and then you decide where you're going to book if you're going to use those third-party sites like an Expedia um, or a sky scanner for your tickets, you know, to get you there. That's very smart advice. We're so excited to have you on. Before you officially leave us, where can we go for more information about everything you discussed tonight on the show and about you? Well, you can go to adventuregirl.com for more information, and you can check out visitcalifornia.com, visitmyrtlebeach.com, nice. check out expedia.com, hotels.com, skyscanner.com. Um, those are all really great resources um, to help you get where you want to go and change the scenery for right. a few days just a week. Yep. Yes, and save a few extra pennies while you're at it. Thanks, Stephanie, for Absolutely. joining us. Absolutely. <laughs> cool. Thanks for joining us on Let's Talk America Radio. Thanks. Have a great night. Are you looking for a family-based radio talk show that addresses the relevant issues and concerns of today? You have found the right option. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is your award-winning radio talk show that's for every member of the family. Check out our brand-new website by visiting www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is talk radio with substance. Tune in. Welcome back, everyone. What an engaging show. Again, we aim to keep you informed here on Let's Talk America Radio. Again, please visit our newly designed website. You're simply going to love it. Visit www.ltaradio.com. There you can find all the information about our upcoming show, guests, and more information. And certainly do support our national sponsors and partners. Also, I would like to give a friendly reminder that Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is set to present its inaugural A Celebration of Hope, a community benefit luncheon to benefit the SWAG program of Connecting Henry, which is an awesome GED training program for those individuals 16 to 24 years old that are economically disadvantaged. Please help us support this very worthy cause. You can make a donation of any amount by simply visiting ltaradio.com. Visit ltaradio.com. And on the top menu bar, simply click on 2016 Community Benefit Luncheon. 
We would love your support. Well, everyone, you know here on Let's Talk America radio show, we offer new segments each and every week. Keep in mind, we will be back on the air live this Saturday, October the 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the one and only WAEC Love 860 AM radio station. Do join us. Well, you know here on LTA radio, we love timely news, also great talk and amazing music. And right now, I'm excited to announce that we have the beautiful music of the one and only Michelle Johnson. Michelle Johnson, the name of the track is titled Walk With Me. Walk With Me by Tennessee-based vocalist Michelle Johnson. Check out the music and do support. Well, everyone, have one amazing and productive week, okay? Make it a great one. It's exceptional. It's your life. Stay informed with Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio, where we offer news, talk, and music. Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton is an entity, a pageant and Thomas Enterprises, LLC. All content original, copyright 2016. Views of the guests are their own. They do not reflect those of the staff or production team of Let's Talk America Radio.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.